Comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So Bubba, as you sit down with people and you talk to them about uh, their finances and their investments and their savings and their future goals and all that sort of stuff, uh, how many of them do you really think want to know how the clock is built as opposed to what time it is? And, and, and that's an example we use all the time, right? So I, I would say because 38% of all statistics are made up on, on the spot, right? <laughs> I thought it was 64, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. 64.2 maybe. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's only on Wednesdays. There yeah. you go. Yeah. This is Tuesday. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, I would say <clears throat> collectively, right, of, of the clients mm-hmm. that, that we see, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a good representation of, of people out there, right? I think so. <laughs> that about 10% want to know how the clock is put together. The internal work, the internal workings, all the technical stuff. Yeah. And and what I mean by that is you've got certain individuals that are that are very analytical mm-hmm. and they want to know how things are put together, how it works, how mm-hmm. it all intermingles, how mm-hmm. how things go together. Mm-hmm. They're the kind of people, yeah. if they went to the doctor, yeah. would ask, you know. A lot of questions. A lot of questions mm-hmm. about this medication yeah. and what the side effects mm-hmm. could be and how much is it going to yeah. cost and does it mm-hmm. come in generic and all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Right? Whereas the other 90. 85, 90% of the folks go mm-hmm. into the doctor and they say, how much is it going to cost and am I going to get better? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you, Or you, am I going to get better and how much is it going to cost? One of the two. And, right? And I heard of somebody making a, yeah. a presentation about this one time and he did this analogy mm-hmm. um, of the financial world compared to the health care world. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you could stop the average person in a Walmart or a Target or a Gardner's grocery store and ask, uh, are you on a prescription medication mm-hmm. for cholesterol, high yeah. blood pressure, whatever? And he said, you know, a lot of people are going to say yes. And then he could say you could ask the next question, what's the name of that high blood pressure pill? Right. And a lot of people were like, I don't know. I just trust Dr. Yeah. Pratt to give me the right one. Yeah. And, it, you and know, I, it does and pretty. And I trust the pharmacist to make sure that I get the right one in my bottle. But I don't ever pay attention because mm-hmm. those all are like funky names. Right. You know, and so I don't want to know the names. Mm-hmm. And then other people you'll ask and they go, oh, yeah, you know, I'm on whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll know right off the top yep. and tell you how many milligrams they're on. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of people who want to know how the clock's built. Right. But there are a lot of us out there that mm-hmm. we got other things on our mind. Yeah. You know, we got to live our life. We got to keep up with our job and our families and what's going on at my house and all that. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I find somebody I can trust yep. on the healthcare side and I say, you know, Dr. Pratt, 
this is the issue. Mm-hmm. Help me fix it. Right. And same thing related to finances, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you're saying that the majority of people. Uh, I, I would say that an overwhelming majority of the people. Just want to know what time it is. They just, well, I, and they want to know if they're on track. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Am I doing okay? I'm Give me a probability old. of success, right? Yeah. Which we do a lot, right? Yeah, that's right. We say, and these, these are statistics that are, while they're, um, while they're fabricated statistics, mm-hmm. they're fabricated with, with measurements behind them, right? And your numbers. Yeah. So I'm not just making up statistics when I give somebody a probability of success. There's Monte Carlo simulations, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that go into the equation. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at, um, at how much money you're going to need in retirement, mm-hmm. cash flow needs, mm-hmm. you know, estate planning needs, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, and, right. you know, we, we can get pretty close to dialing in mm-hmm. uh, a measure of success. Right. And it's usually graded on a 100-point scale. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we could do all the inputs and everything and have a couple come in and say, you know, based on some prior market experience mm-hmm. and projected mar- market mm-hmm. uh, experiences going forward, mm-hmm. and based on what your needs would be mm-hmm. that you're projecting now, based on what we think inflation will be going forward and all these many different factors – uh, which I mean are thousands and thousands oh, and thousands of different scenarios. So many of them. Right? Yeah. We can assign you an 82% success rate. Yeah, you're 50 years yeah. old and the way you're doing, yeah. just keep it up, 82%. Meaning that if you continue saving the way you are, mm-hmm. paying off debt the way you are, and mm-hmm. then you plan to live this way during your retirement mm-hmm. with all these other goals, with you know college and education and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. we can say that you know 82% uh, probability of success, meaning that you will make it to the end of your expected life expectancy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Which may be projected out to 105 years old. Right. Some people say that, well, that's 105 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, most models that I run, I mm-hmm. run them to 105 mm-hmm. to 110 because I sure don't want you to run out of money. Yeah. I don't want you and to you be come 92. to me at yeah, 92 <laughs> and, and I say, well, I'm sorry. You know, we, we yeah. only projected you to live to 92. Yeah. 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 If we'd have done the math just a little differently there right. about 25 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, just better be safe yeah. than sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you put all these, and, and I love to sit there and watch it. We put it on the big screen yeah. with our clients, and I love to sit there and watch it when you're playing with it, mm-hmm. and you're running the show, and we'll put all those inputs in there, and then we'll say to you know somebody like Phil who comes in and sits down and looks at it, and we'll say, you know, but if we change the year that you file for Social Security, yeah, or if you'll get your house paid off two years earlier and just go in and put that up, yeah. that 82 goes to 89. Yeah. It's or, amazing. or if if we say you know we've projected your retirement income at uh, say five thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. from all sources, mm-hmm. and then we say, well, what if we back that off to forty seven hundred and fifty dollars? Mm-hmm. What that does to mm-hmm. the overall mm-hmm. uh, probability of success? Yeah. So many, 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 many different factors go into that. Yeah, and it's cool to look at it. And yeah. so you got a number of people who come in and they really don't want to see all that. Mm-hmm. They just want to see at the end, you tell yeah. them, oh, I got more than a three-quarter chance of success, mm-hmm. and I just kind of keep here. And you call me up yeah. when I start needing to put more money in my Roth. Right. And that's about what they want to know. Mm-hmm. And then other people, they just love to sit there and nerd out on it. Yeah. 
Well, the reason I asked that and when we started this conversation with this is there are people who are passive investors mm-hmm. and there are people who are active investors. Right. And I want to talk about the difference okay. and how that would work into your personality if you're a person who just wants to know what time it is or you're a person who wants to know how the clock is made here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. Stay with us after this break. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Corinth Jewelers thanks you for making us your number one jewelry source. This is Trish Parks, and we specialize in bridal. Why go out of town? Corinth Jewelers has the I Do Collection, True Romance, Allison Kaufman, Gabriel New York, and more, as seen in Allure, Vogue, and The Knot magazines. Get the best selection on prices on anything bridal locally, where we shop the top jewelry lines and bring them home to you. For all your jewelry needs, shop Corinth Jewelers for everything that sparkles. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. 
Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by your local State Farm agent, Penn Majors, because life happens, and State Farm and Penn Majors are there for you. Thanks a lot to Penn Majors for being such a consistent sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. So, uh, Bubba, we were talking about people who want to know how the clock works and, and people who want to know what time it is. We're just all individualized there. Well, they make investment strategies kind of for each personality type Mm -hmm. you know there are people out there that just kind of want to set it and forget it right and they just want to be passive about it a lot of other people want to buy and sell Mm -hmm. huh and they want to be active um let's talk about what the difference is between passive investing and active uh kind of strategic right uh well actually strategic is more passive right right um so what's the difference i I think it's best to to describe these in terms and and i'm gonna make these very very polar meaning very different in my description here right Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna talk about passive first Mm -hmm. uh passive uh i would i would liken to maybe uh maybe yourself, maybe your grandfather, Mm. on what was available a long, long time ago Mm. to invest in. So I'm going back to the 40s and 50s. Okay. All right. 40s and 50s, there were really no real mutual funds to speak of. Right. And if you wanted a diversified portfolio, you bought either the company that you worked for, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or you bought a couple of stocks and you held on to them. Yeah. So I would say that that is a passive form of investing, meaning you buy it, you buy something, you hold it, and you think that over a long period of time that that's going to do well for you. Okay, so you try not not a lot of activity. No, and so you're trying to make a good decision on Mm -hmm. what you buy, right, and what you add Mm -hmm. to your list of holdings, and then you just set it and move on, and right, a few. Mm -hmm. Months later, you come yep. up with some more cash and mm-hmm. go buy something else. Sure. Try to create mm-hmm. your own diversified portfolio by making one decision mm-hmm. at a time. Right. Now, I would I would also say that let, let's carry that up to today, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how do you do passive investing today? Mm-hmm. I would say you can still do the individual stock thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or bonds, whatever mm-hmm. you're, you're looking to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to buy those things and you're going to hold them. There are also other uh, instruments or vehicles that you could purchase that would allow you to do uh, passive type of investing. Okay. Okay. Uh, namely, exchange-traded funds. Okay. And I'm going to give you a good example of one, uh-huh. uh, like the S&P 500. It's yeah. an index, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So, um, you know, people have heard of indexing strategies. I think Bogle was a big proponent of this, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Nobody Vanguard, has really ever, sort of you know, beaten the S and P five hundred. Mm-hmm. You buy that, you hold on to it, and you'll you'll be fine over a long, long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have diversification and not just be limited to five different stocks that you like, mm-hmm. you want to have five hundred different stocks, then you buy one of these index funds, and that's seen as also passive investing because there's very there's very little mm-hmm. activity, right? In these index yep. or ETF yep. kind of you things? You may have you know two or three companies come out of the S&P 500 and mm-hmm. two or three go in mm-hmm. on an annual basis. But that's basically it. That's really it. Okay. Yep. 
All right, so the, there are two or three benefits to being a passive investor. Mm-hmm. First of all, you don't really have to do a whole lot of research and and worry about it that often. Yep. Secondly, it's probably cheap. Yep. It's, uh, <coughs> comparatively speaking, a lot less expensive. Okay. I would say. All right. So, and there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that that's their bottom line. Yep. They, they just, they want the cheap version. Right. You know, there are mm-hmm. people that, that way when they go buy tires for their car. Yeah. You know, they, they want the cheapest one there. Mm-hmm. Now. I would the, say you get what you pay for. Though. Probably. Yeah. And in the long run, yeah. is that really the right thing or the yeah. best choice or yeah. whatever? But there are some people mm-hmm. who have been conditioned from birth, from their parents yeah. or whoever reared them mm-hmm. to just, you know, cheap as yeah. The way to go, mm-hmm. save every dime and that sort of thing. But in the long run, as you said, do you pay for what do you, yeah. you get? And in the long run, do you have to buy more tires than I do mm-hmm. if I buy quality? Right. You know, you have to worry about the wear and the tear and the the, the mm-hmm. tre- tread wear and and the the tendencies and mm-hmm. and the ability to to handle different road mm-hmm. conditions. If you bought cheap. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can discuss yeah. that. Speaking of roads and 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 bridges, uh, for anybody out there driving in their car today, know that if you're about to go over a bridge, mm-hmm. it was whoever did it the cheapest, <laughs> right? They they do the, yeah. those things by bids, don't so, they? Yeah, but I would say you know the quality's there. It's it's probably safe to mm-hmm. drive over those bridges, but it's done the the cheapest way that they can to mm-hmm. to, to finish the the final project. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean you're going to get from A to B, right? right? One side of the ditch to the other, but, and you usually do so in a safe manner. But if you do it in the cheapest manner, mm-hmm. that thing may not have used the most high quality, right? may not have had the really mm-hmm. best engineering right and so you may have to replace it every 40 years right as opposed to if we had invested more mm-hmm. on the front end yep. maybe we get a bridge that'll last us a hundred years correct okay so there are mm-hmm. and it has been going on since the very beginning of time and in fact maybe mm-hmm. Cain and Abel were yelling at each yep. other about mm-hmm. this uh, you know which one of them and and the attitude they had about spending money and mm-hmm. allocating monies and that sort of thing about whether you really want to concentrate on price or not right but that's one of the things you can b- get if that's what your attitude is in passive investing mm-hmm. You can get low price. Right. All right. So uh, a number of people do passive investing because they don't want to know how the clock works. They want to know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And they want to keep their cost low. Yep. All right. Do we do a fair amount of passive investing for people? Yeah. Are there a number of our clients who want that? Mm-hmm. There are. Yeah, we do. All right. All right. So the other is active management, right. active investing. That the word active mm-hmm. tells me it's probably traded more. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to my rudimentary example that I had from the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where somebody probably bought five, six stocks mm-hmm. back in the 40s or 50s, mm-hmm. held them, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Uh, to take the same example and talk about a passive or uh, an active form of investing, mm-hmm. right? Back to the 40s or 50s. Maybe you traded those stocks a little bit more often. Okay. Or you saw that, hey, maybe this one particular industry that I'm in, uh, maybe it's done well, so I want to sell it and then go buy something else that I think might do better mm-hmm. over a period of time. Okay. Okay. So it's got more activity associated with it. 
right. not saying that it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just a different form of investing. So mm-hmm. you carry that forward to today. Mm-hmm. How does that look today? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it takes uh, the shape in a number of different forms. Uh, mutual funds would be the, the biggest example that I could give on, uh, on most active investing mm-hmm. styles, right? Okay. Because you typically have a manager. Mm-hmm. The manager is paid a salary with all the rest of the analysts and everything else. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do is twofold. Uh, they're trying to beat whatever index or measure up to an index that they're tracking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like their report card. You want to do really mm-hmm. good on your report card. Sure, sure. So you don't, you know, get grounded. Right. 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 And then the other aspect of that is is probably trying to limit downside risk, which I think a lot of people don't realize and take into consideration. Oh, I see where you're going here. All right. So with, with passive investing, mm-hmm. you buy an index or you buy a stock and you ride it up and down no matter what. Right? Up and down. Up and down. Uh-huh. Okay. With active investing, I think what you find is many of the active managers out there try to limit uh, their risk measure as much as possible. Okay. Meaning that, yes, you're still going to go up and down in the account, mm-hmm. but maybe you go down less than what uh, the normal investment might have been. So they may, they may have some internal triggers that are set yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in their particular yeah. portfolio right. or the, the way they they do their investing yep. mm-hmm. in that if you know the market goes down five percent they pull yep. a certain amount off the table right or if the market goes up 15 percent right they may pull a certain amount off the table yeah. uh, and sometimes they do that quantitatively in mm-hmm. other words they have some kind of algorithm or mathematical thing that sure they calculate mm-hmm. or some computer spits out and says hey by the way it's time to sell correct or it's yeah. time to buy mm-hmm. uh, and Active management employs all that. It does. Yeah. And people who like active management can probably be more attuned to the people who want to know how the clock works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have a number of those people, too. Uh, I do. Yeah. Do you have anybody that you do both for, passive and active? Lots of individuals. In fact, the majority. Both. The majority of them. Of our clients. Have both. And, yeah. uh, and I'll give you a good uh, example of maybe why they have both, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the majority of our individuals or clients that are out there, mm-hmm. uh, like you said earlier, they don't want to know how the clock works. Mm-hmm. They want to know what time it is. And for you to tell them a probability yeah. that in 25 mm-hmm. years, their dreams can come true. Yeah. Okay. So I would say for those individuals, uh, they, they leave it to our discretion to pick out what's in their best interest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So in doing so, um, I don't know, for instance, if the right answer is passive. I don't know if it's active, mm-hmm. right? I think that there are good merits with both investment styles. I do too. Meaning that uh, Phil over here, because we like to pick on Phil. Mm-hmm. Phil may have a certain portion of his money that needs to be uh, passive mm-hmm. uh, invested. Mm-hmm. He may have another portion that needs to be actively invested. Mm-hmm. And I think there's probably a combination there uh, that that's uh, kind of a, a, a happy compromise. So give me, mm-hmm. uh, you have an analogy used sometime about boating. Mm-hmm. Going with the wind and against the wind yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, 
put that in with this comparison and use of at the same time passive yeah. mm-hmm. and active. So I, I, I'm going to start, but and I like sailboats, and and I've always liked sailboats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can get out on a sailboat one day, and you can have you know the wind blowing from from the, the back of the boat, mm-hmm. sunshiny, just a great day. You know the 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 lake's real calm or ocean's real calm, whatever. And you just have the sail up. You have the sails up. You, you kick back. You don't do a lot of work at all. And, and I would say moves. that's passive. That's passive investing, buddy. right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You could have other days, um, uh, and and you know I'll give you an example of what that would look like in the market, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got low unemployment, low investment uh, or low interest rates. Mm-hmm. The stock market seems to be doing pretty good, mm-hmm. and just about anything you pick is is going to do well and go up. Kind of like last year. Kind of like last year. Okay. Right. Okay. There are other times uh, when you've got headwinds, right? Kind of like the year before. Kind of like the year before, okay. right? So I'll, I'll go back and I'll say um, with passive investing, you got maybe a day that's a little bit more cloudy. Mm-hmm. Maybe the winds are variable and you don't know where they're coming from. Maybe the, the water is a little bit choppy. Mm-hmm. So you've got to do a lot more work to stay on your, your track or your position on where you want to go. So right? you got to be, you can't just be sitting behind the wheel. Right. And just kick back with a drink in your hand. Uh-uh. You got to be yeah. up and moving and right. playing with the jib mm-hmm. and doing whatever with the rig and doing whatever. That's you right. Do, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would say that's more akin to pat or active investing. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And the whole point mm-hmm. is for us to be able to get you from here right. to your goal out there. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is in the boating is for being able to get from yep. here to your destination. Right. And move mm-hmm. whether you have good winds or not. That's right. So passive mm-hmm. sometimes yep. and active sometimes, right. but all the time yeah. having it available to you. When we get back from the break, I want mm-hmm. to talk a little bit more about using passive investments in active uh, traded strategies. Whoa. Yeah, that, cool. that'll, that'll flip yeah, your lid. Yeah, that'll whip my appetite. Here's yeah. we go into this break, this portion of the show, brought to you by your local State Farm agent, Penn Major. See you on the other side of the break on the Advisors Roundtable. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662 286 
888-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton and Company, our strength, your numbers. Hey guys, Jerry Eskridge with Mattress Gallery. We have a $79 twin, $149 queen, and a $299 king every day. That's what we offer at Mattress Gallery. You don't have to wait for a sale to get those bargains. Our goal is to always have a comfort level for everyone's pocketbook. We carry national brands at factory direct pricing with financing and delivery. Remember, buy your furniture from a furniture store, but buy your mattress from the Mattress Gallery. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Bailey Williams, Bailey Williams Realty, commercial and residential sales and service experts. Find them at CorinthHomes.com. So, uh, Bubba, we're talking about active and passive mm-hmm. investing. And I thought we yeah. had it all there laid out so yeah. we understood the mm-hmm. difference. And now you can tell me that you can use one and pair it with the other? Absolutely. Absolutely. And let, let me tell you why this might occur, right? Okay. So <laughs> this is primarily, primarily going to be in the form of active investing, right? Okay. So something that's going to be very dynamic, changing, very mm-hmm. fluid, moving mm-hmm. with the times, et cetera, et cetera. All right. But how do you do that in a cost-efficient manner, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you can buy individual stocks, but you typically, uh, for an individual, you, you'd need at least $100,000 to do that, right? Mm. To, to get a well-enough diversified? A well-enough diversified okay. account right. to do something like that. All right. So um, because there are already, the, already these instruments out there that I'm going to call them, and primarily ETFs mm-hmm. that, that are low-cost, mm-hmm. Track and index have broad market exposure for whatever sector they're covering, right? All right. Active managers sometimes use these low-cost ETFs to to gain exposure in a low-cost manner to these broad sectors, right? Okay. So, for instance, let's say that I'm an active manager Mm -hmm. and, you know, my models indicate that I want to own uh, maybe large or broad stock market exposure, and then I need to have emerging market, and then maybe a little bit of bonds mm-hmm. and, and Europe, okay. right? All right. Or Brazil, okay. for instance. All right. Well, I can do that by purchasing the, the ETF that is pretty low cost, mm-hmm. that gets broad market exposure to those sectors that I need exposure to in my models, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
and do it in a low cost because I'm buying the ETF mm-hmm. rather than going out and buying all the stocks associated, which would be and costly, time-consuming, and all the trading, and et cetera, et cetera. Right? For each individual stock, just buy a, mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. an index or an ETF that yeah. already has them in it. Right. So there, there is a way to marry the two together mm-hmm. where you've got active investing using passive vehicles. All right. And so if you do that, you're going to keep the cost down, mm-hmm. but you may get the benefit of, you know, six months ago, your model said mm-hmm. that energy right. was something you needed to have. So yeah. you bought an mm-hmm. ETF of energy. Yeah. And now you're coming through maybe a warmer mm-hmm. than expected winter. And you're yeah. like, maybe I don't need all that yeah. energy or utilities or whatever mm-hmm. in here. And maybe now technology. Right. So you can be active, yeah. get in and out. Or, or your models indicate that maybe there's headwinds on the horizon. You want to get conservative. Mm-hmm. So you start buying you know, government bonds or TIPS funds mm-hmm. or treasuries or whatever it may be mm-hmm. to, to pull your risk level back uh, on that overall portfolio. All right. So you think very many people are out there listening to us now and their eyes have glazed over. I, I hope not, you know, especially <laughs> if they're driving. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't allow your eyes to grow yeah. glaze over if you're driving. Mm-hmm. But I think there are all those people who just want to know what time it is. Yeah, all this discussion mm-hmm. we've talked about active and management and ETFs yeah. and index funds and buying and selling various sectors and models and right. third party money man. Everything we've mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. here may make those people just a little right. bored. It it could. Very well could. But I, I would say this for most individuals. I, I would say for most individuals, there's uh, a portfolio out there that's that's for them, that would be appropriate for them, for their risk level, their return characteristics, what they want to see out of their money mm-hmm. uh, and investments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a matter of dialing that in to a degree. And, and you know, like we said earlier, I, I think most of these individuals have no clue. They just want to know what, what time it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they come to uh, a trusted advisor, somebody who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. that can help design uh, an investment, uh, you know, portfolio for them. Mm-hmm. And it may contain both aspects, right? Mm. Um, I, myself, with my own investments, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I've got both types. Sure. I've got active investing. I've got passive investing. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, and, and everything in between, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in diversification. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm more aggressive right now at my age, and probably because I've got a little bit more uh, knowledge and investment experience than maybe somebody else my age might be. Yeah, exposure to information on a lot right. of stuff right. can help you yep. be more um, aggressive than the average Joe. And I've and I've lived through it yeah. on a day-to-day basis, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I remember the dot-com mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. bust. Mm-hmm. I remember the housing mm-hmm. uh, crisis that happened. Mm-hmm. I remember trade wars with China. Mm-hmm. I remember Brexit. Mm-hmm. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, while I was young, I remember the re- recession of 94. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. the Russian de- debt crisis of 98. Right. And, you know, these are all things that occur in the market. Right. You know, yeah. I remember when Argentina defaulted, you know, on their <laughs> currency. And, 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 you know, and you go back and look at all that and yeah. you say, man, that's a whole lot of reasons not to invest. Right. Every one of those instances you just named mm-hmm. had opportunity associated. Absolutely with it. did. 
Hmm? Yeah, say that. Say that again. Every one of those instances that you just named over the last twenty-five mm-hmm. years in the investment world had opportunity associated right. with it, and you can see that by talking to your grandfather or grandmother, mm-hmm. and they can tell you about coming through the depression mm-hmm. or or being raised by parents who came through the depression, and they'll say, you know, that such and such family, mm-hmm. they had about the same amount of money as the rest of us right. Hicks did back in 1935. Mm-hmm. But their daddy went out and bought all that property up when yep. everybody was mm-hmm. selling it for pennies on the right. dollar. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. There was opportunity there. Uh, and I think that if you keep your ear to the ground, that when everybody else is freaking out and they're mm-hmm. crazy, there's got to be some opportunity. Something's got to be on sale. Right. Something's got to be cheap. Something's mm-hmm. got to be more affordable than it was yesterday. And some of those somethings are quality things. Right. That in 10 years, you're mm-hmm. going to look back and say, you know, when I bought that, well, yesterday, you and I are talking to a guy, mm-hmm. and he was telling us that, you know, he had like $11 a share yeah. in this particular investment mm-hmm. he's been investing in over the last 25 mm-hmm. years. And the thing is tr- trading for 35 or $40 a share right. now. Mm-hmm. Now, when it was $11 a share, do you think there were some people who were thinking like, oh, man. It used to be 20. Mm-hmm. It went down to 11. Yeah. You know, it could go out of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of those people didn't act on the opportunity. And right. I'm not telling you to take undue risk here. Right. But on the other t- other hand, yeah. there's opportunity. Well, and, and with certain risks, there can be rewards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you've got to understand that first word was risk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you have to put some things at risk in order to get the reward with anything in life, right? Yeah. You gotta you gotta risk the 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 pretty lady saying no to going out on a date with you before you even ask her. Uh, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had to risk this morning that you were gonna have a wreck mm-hmm. on the way to work to get behind the wheel, but you did it, right? Yeah, you, you know your kids are taking a risk right now while they're at school taking that test. Mm-hmm. But in order to get the good grade and move on and get the scholarship, they've got to do it. So we're, we're very comfortable. We've said this before a number of times. We're very comfortable in our society with certain kinds of risks. Mm-hmm. But other kinds of risks, because we don't have exposure to it or we don't have experience with it, we're very, very crazy. You know, I've had people sit in, in my office and they look across the table at you and me and like, you know, Greg, Bubba, don't lose my money. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, you don't have a will mm-hmm. and you don't have life insurance yeah. and you haven't been putting money in your 401k in 10 years. You're taking more risk with your family's future than I could be. Right. Mm-hmm. But they don't think of it that no. way, right? Mm-mm. Because they've been living and walking around for 30 yep. years without a will. Mm-hmm. They've raised those kids all the way up into high school without yep. life insurance. Mm-hmm. And they think they've gotten away with it. Right. You know, but from a family risk perspective, it got a whole lot more on the table than they could possibly have mm-hmm. with handing me $5,000 to stick in their darn Roth. Right. Yep. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so many times... We haven't just stopped and thought about this mm-hmm. passive, active. What are my goals? Mm-hmm. Do I understand them? Do I want to know how the clock works? Do I just want to know what time it is? Sure. Ah, I need some help. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what we can hope we will do here at the Advisors Roundtable. We're going to take another break here. This portion of the show brought to you by Bailey Williams Realty. See you on the other side of this break on Super Talk 94.3. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgical weight loss today. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Hey guys, Jerry Eskridge with Mattress Gallery. We have a $79 twin, a $149 queen, and a $299 king every day. That's what we offer at Mattress Gallery. You don't have to wait for a sale to get those bargains. Our goal is to always have a comfort level for everyone's pocketbook. We carry national brands at factory direct pricing with financing and delivery. Remember, buy your furniture from a furniture store, but buy your mattress from the Mattress Gallery. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center with all of their subsidiaries and clinics here in Corinth and the surrounding area, serving us all as patients, one patient at a time, because Magnolia matters. Thanks a lot to Magnolia Regional Health Center for being such a fine sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we've been talking about um, uh, various attitudes about investing. Before we 
leave today, um, I want to talk about a way to do this with something that a lot of people probably have never thought about being able to, to do it in a variety of ways. I mean, you know, I think many people know that there's the possibility you can buy a stock mm-hmm. and hold it, and that's called passive. You could buy a stock and buy and sell it when it goes in certain ranges and it makes a little money mm-hmm. and you take a little off the table. When it comes back down where you think it is affordable, you can buy it again and hold it and go back up maybe in a few weeks, months, years, or whatever. And that would be considered active. And, and I think most people know that you can do that with stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. You think most people know there's a possibility of doing it with real estate? Because I think most people think when they're, they're buying real estate, they, they think, you know, uh, their home. Yep. Well, you're not buying and selling your home, buying and selling your home, buying and selling futures on your home, any of that right. stuff. You know, writing covered calls on your mm-hmm. home. You're not doing that, right? Sure. Right? Uh, I, I think they, you know, know about farms. Mm-hmm. I know people who have some rent houses. But most people would consider that passive. You know, they buy it. They hope to get the income out of it or the market appreciation over time mm-hmm. out of it. But, you know, they think of real estate because, you know, there's this legal thing called a real estate closing mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you got deeds and you right. got to go and see a lawyer and maybe get a banker involved. Mm-hmm. And so that most people don't do this very often. Right. Well, it's cumbersome and it's got a, what I would consider a high barrier to entry. Meaning? Meaning that uh, when you buy real estate, it's typically larger amounts of money, right? Oh, yeah. 25, 50, 100 million dollars, but mm-hmm. whatever you're buying, right? Mm-hmm. It has a high cost associated with it yeah. and maybe even borrowing costs. And you can't do that every day. Right. Where most people mm-hmm. can't. And so they would consider that passive investing. And for most people, their exposure to real estate is about that. Right. That's all they think is available. Au contraire, mm-hmm. there are other ways to invest in real estate, right? right? Mm-hmm. You can actually even do it in an active way. Yeah. I mean, there are some people mm-hmm. who do it. Can you be in Corinth, Mississippi and own part of a real estate investment in Southern California? Sure. And you didn't have to go to a real estate closing? No. And you didn't have to come up with a million dollars? How can I own part of an office building in Dallas, Texas, and be in Corinth, Mississippi, and maybe I invested yeah. $5,000. Yeah, you could do it in two ways, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do it in a traded stock, right? So there's, there are there are investment companies out there, or real estate investment companies out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a, a great example, and this is by no way a, a recommendation to buy the stock. It's just an example of this industry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, public storage. We don't really have many of those around here, but public storage is probably one of the largest uh, national chains of public self-storage units out there. Well, now you're right. You know, sometimes driving through the suburban areas of Mm -hmm. some of these larger cities, I drive along and I I see, you know, storage buildings, Mm kind of like Albright storage buildings are around here, but I see them with that public storage. So that is a national company. It's a national company that's traded on the stock market. They've got enough properties yep. to be big enough to mm-hmm. trade on the market. Right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so you could buy that individual stock, right, and own 
storage units in California or New Jersey or Texas or whatever it may be. Hmm. And there are other stocks out there that might own uh, apartment buildings all over the country, right? Yeah. Uh, there are other stocks out there that may own uh, office or industrial properties throughout the country. Like warehouses, that sort of warehouses thing? Warehouses or o- big office buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's one way to get exposure to that. And so, I, there are stocks that are yeah. made up of real estate. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. there are there are ETF uh, that are representative of, of real estate. Okay, so if you wanted to own a basket of real estate or a mutual fund, for instance, that buys or specializes in real estate, okay, you can do that as well. All right, so if I really like real estate. Mm-hmm. I don't just have to, you know, do it locally right. and figure out how mm-hmm. to collect rents from these scoundrels who are tenants right. in this part of the world. I can do it with a big company and let mm-hmm. somebody else collect the rents yep. and I get some of that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And to typically do it with less uh, dollars invested than if you did it on your own. Yeah. And typically do it with less risk associated uh, with it than doing, you know, one apartment building that, that's down the road from you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little uh, anonymity associated mm-hmm. with that because, you know, in this part of the country, you know, people know Bubba Labus is my landlord. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're going to find a way to get in touch with you when the mm-hmm. plumbing's leaking. That's right. Hmm? Yeah. And so you do this other thing. Or when they get locked out of their apartment at 2 in the morning. Uh-huh. Heard that before. Or the water heater goes out. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a leak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I you said there were two ways mm-hmm. I can do this, invest in real estate yeah. and mm-hmm. other parts of the world. One of yeah. them is to, be, to know there are mm-hmm. stocks out there that specialize in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, know that there are stocks out there. There are also uh, stocks and companies that, that would not be traded. Okay. Uh, and I would liken this more to like a private placement or a, um, an investment that you would make with other investors uh, where you pool your money together, much like a mutual fund, uh-huh. right? But it has a specialized focus. Okay. So you would buy shares in this new company that, that would go out and purchase apartment buildings or okay. office buildings. But, but got, that one's not large enough yet. Not large enough yet. To be traded on the stock exchange. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Which right. means that you would have limited liquidity in it. Uh, right. Because if something's traded on mm-hmm. the stock market, I can yeah. probably buy and sell that stock mm-hmm. every day or yeah. pretty often. Mm-hmm. Or if you buy a mutual fund, mm-hmm. you can typically be in and out of that mutual fund every day if you wanted to. Okay. Whereas if you do more of a private placement or you do a private placement, right? Mm-hmm. Where me, you and Phil go in together and we decide that we wanted to buy uh, you know, the Walgreens mm-hmm. on the, on the corner down there. Mm-hmm. And we want to own that building mm-hmm. or, or, you know, Dollar General is another good example. Mm-hmm. Many of those are owned by individuals. The mm-hmm. real estate is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Dollar General will come in and build the store, build it to their specs, have a long-term lease set up, but they know that their business is in selling the goods, not owning the real estate. Gotcha. So we might be real estate investors. We might want to own that store that has a, a good tenant in it with, with good long-term lease potential mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for the income associated with it. Okay. All right. When you talk to people about having a, a varied mm-hmm. and diversified portfolio, mm-hmm. 
I think most people know they need to have some savings, some cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people know they need to own some stocks, bonds, mutual funds, yeah. or maybe this exchange-traded fund thing. Mm-hmm. I think very many people know they maybe need to put alternatives like yeah. real estate yeah. in their investment mix. I, I don't think that many people uh, give it that much consideration. Mm-hmm. Like we said before, you know, most most individuals want to know what time it is. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know how the clock works. Mm-hmm. So if they say to you, Bubba, try to help construct mm-hmm. for me a diversified portfolio, whether they tell you or not, you're going to consider. I'm going to consider all different types of asset classes uh, and alternative asset classes, not only including real estate, Okay. but I'm going to look at managed futures, commodities, currencies, uh, all kind, you know, long, short funds, all yeah. kinds of stuff that would be considered an alternative type of investment. Cool. So it may make up a very small portion of well, what they own, but it may be in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people that wants to know how the clock works or one of those people who just wants to know what time it is, there are answers for both of them. I hope we addressed both of them here at the Advisors Roundtable today on Supertalk 94.3. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an Advisors Roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners LLC. Ignite Planners LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.